Welcome to the 321. Three minutes, two questions, one interview, no script. Today, I'm here with my mate, Erin Meikle of the property industry in Perth, WA. Currently in, you'll tell us about that in a minute, Erin, but in a minute, tell us about yourself, who you are, what you're doing at the moment, and why you do what you do. Sure, thanks. Um, I am a country girl living in the city, born youngest of four on a dairy farm, um, moved to the city for university studies and been here ever since. Um, studied politics and international studies, okay. security terrorism and counterterrorism. Worked in that area for a while, did my postgrad in investigations and intelligence, and then decided didn't work for the government. Sorry. So by luck and chance, landed on my feet in the property industry and have been there ever since, working in client relations, business development, member-based organisations. So right. I am now Director of Commercial and Member Services yeah. with the Urban Development Institute in Australia. Excellent. I never knew that about your Did studies. you not? No. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Not many people do. Everybody always goes, that's a weird disconnect. Yeah. Great. So, about the property industry and development, what does what does the world need to know about that? About what's happening at the moment? What's what are your what's your insights in the industry? At? Yeah, sure. Um, look, I think in Perth, it's a really exciting time to be in the development industry. We have historically, you know, just grown and developed at such a fast rate off the back of the mining boom, and it's been a tough few years for a lot of people, no matter what sector you're in. Uh, they talk about that being, you know, bottomed out now, that there's some really positive signs moving forward. I think more than anything, the sentiment in industry, yes, it's more positive, but it's also curious because people are wanting to know, how can we do things better? If we're not developing the sort of product that creates vibrant and engaging communities, how do we do that better? What does that look like? And so through our role, helping developers, helping their services, the consultants, and working with government to say, where are the complexities, where are the gates, and, and how do we open that to make Perth a really, really place to live? Because we know it is, it's we see amazing. it, we be here, but for other people, you know, they think you don't have a career until you move to Sydney, or you only come to Perth if you're going to raise a family. Um, so there's a bit of work to be done in that space yet, and I think that that's a really exciting and, in a way, revolutionary thing for Perth to be going through those growing pains and excited to see what the result will be. Right, yeah. It's exciting. Even I've been here what eight years. It's exciting to see what's changed already. Yeah. Over the next eight, ten years. Really yeah. Well, look at where we are today. Exactly. State buildings. This used to be a derelict, rundown, yeah. you know, place, and now it's this beautiful heritage-listed property that yeah. you can come and enjoy. People yeah. think all developers are you know big bad green developers, yeah. and it's just not the case. Yeah. Of course, they're a business. They've got to make money, yeah. but they they create and, and develop these places that we end up yeah. wanting to spend all of our time. Beautiful surrounds it, surrounded it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, last question for a minute. We were we called up for coffee yesterday, and we were talking uh, about numerous subjects, and that's why we're sitting today. Because I said, Aaron, let's get you on camera and let's do a free to one. Because we were talking about uh, self awareness, and particularly self awareness when it comes to management and senior levels. Um, I'll open a can of worms and just say, what would be your insights about? leaders that you've seen around, not obviously naming names, but you know, um, leaders that be in politics or in the in the Perth or in, in Australia or overseas, what if, what's your insights there? What would you like to share? Ooh, that is a good question. Um, look I, I genuinely believe that everybody starts out 
with good intentions. I think that you know humans are complex beings, and some people, yeah, sure, are more on the side of not so nice. But but most people are coming from a place of wanting to do well and to fulfil their own you know purposes and dreams and those sorts of things. So when we talk about leaders, whether it is politics, whether it's business, whatever that might be, and um, I think most people want to do a good job, but you get so constrained by the system. And what I have seen is people sell, I guess, in a way, themselves to the bottom line. And if that's, you know, that could be Malcolm Turnbull making all these promises of what a great, you know, Prime Minister he's gonna be, and then he gets in, and then all of a sudden, oh, he can't upset that person, and he can't upset that person, and then he ends up being completely stagnified because he can't do it. Um, I think the same is in business. People say, oh, I'm gonna build a great company where everybody feels included and valued, and then, oh, but not if it comes at the expense of the bottom line. So. What's how to close that thing? I think everybody needs to take a, a long, deep focus and think, Am I being true to me? Am I am I doing the right thing for myself here, or am I chasing something which, at the end of the day, is going to be the thing we look back on our deathbed and think, oh, I spent too much time worried about that. Yeah. If we're being true to ourselves and if we're being honest with ourselves, are we making decisions that we're proud of as a person, not just as a businessman? Fantastic. I'm proud that you came in three, two, one. I think you've done a fantastic job. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks, Jase. Yeah. See you soon. Bye. Thank you.